0: Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that. I figured why we fool around. A little, and we keep track of time. Being so serious, idiots. Thinking it will matter keep me company downtown. Before the clock
1: runs out. Sun is shining, but the rain is welcome too. Friends are nearby, don't need another few. Time is not on my mind, but then it's you. Oh, I love. All things must pass. Come
0: on, but I'm not gonna wake up. Wake up. I'm not ready. Let me have another day. Don't wake up. Wake up.
1: Keep it steady. Cause I'm happy. I'm not gonna wake up. Well, hello. Hello, Bear. Hello, my roller coaster riders. Welcome to Roller Coasting. I'm your host, Megano guys you may or may not notice my voice is sounding croaky like a frog Mm-mm-mm-mm. did that sound like a frog do you know what i'm good at bah, bah, or you no, that just sounds like a squeaky door because that was so throat. Um, you may or may not notice my voice is quite croaky. I personally like my voice like this. I think it's quite sexy and mysterious. Um, But it sounds like that because I was at a festival all weekend long. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday what? I was at a festival all weekend here in my hometown of Glasgow, Transmit Festival. Guys, I had the best time. And you know why I think it was so good? I was not expecting it to be that good. It's basically Transmit isn't like my music taste, right? Like it's a lot of like indie bands, and that's just something I've never ever dabbled in. So it's not something I've like always been like, I need to go to Transmit the way I'd like always go to Riverside Festival which is another festival that's here however I got offered a job at it and I was like yeah sure like I mean I don't have anything against it it's just not something I would expect to enjoy so much oh my lord it was fucking fantastic I was like spending time with people some people I'd never even met before some different people like listening to different music although I I won't lie I didn't actually spend a lot of time at the stages but it was just something dead different dead out my comfort zone and it was absolutely phenomenal I had the time of my life also sorry I'm not here to (coughs) do any ads then we don't do it (coughs) ads on rollercoaster as of yet but I went with a brand called four local right You might be familiar with it. It's like cans of alcoholic caffeinated drinks. Now, I personally can't drink dragon soup, which I always thought was very similar to Four local, because I'm not being funny. I had a near-death experience with dragon soup when I was young. Not touched it since. So at first I was a bit scared about Four local, but I think I have found a new drink. Like we know I'm a tequila drinker when we're mixing like when we're doing like the whole spirit mixing situation thing but for on the go convenience easiness I'm I'm going to be a four local drinker. One, it tastes nice. It doesn't taste like alcohol to me. The flavours are actually so good. Like the tropical one and the strawberry lemonade one are my favourite. It gets you really drunk, but like a really good drunk, like a really buzzing drink. Drunk, sorry. I wasn't sick once. I drank it for three days straight. I didn't drink anything else other than four locals. I feel fine today, even though I've been on a three day bender it's really, really good. I'd really recommend this stuff. I've also, though, I've got a croaky voice. which from been out all weekend. And I've got a really sore neck, so I can't move it properly because I went on the waltzers twice. I went on it yesterday in the morning for work. Like me and Paul, Paul Black, you know who Paul Black is. I also just want to say, not that you'll be listening to this, or well, I would be listening to this, an amazing guy. You know when you've followed someone right and they're doing so well for themselves and you're like oh that's so good. Then you meet them and they're so nice and now like I just want Paul Black to reach for the stars. He's a fantastic boy. Anyway me and him were to go on the waltzers for content for Four Local. These are like waltzers on steroids. The boy who was working on the waltzers actually jumped on our waltzers like health and safety would be all over this like a bad rash. He jumps on the waltzers to spin us even faster. We're going so fast. I was like defying gravity, and my head was like stuck backwards, like a 90 degree angle backwards. So my neck's absolutely done in. <coughs> Sorry. Anyway, I'm babbling on. I, this isn't a podcast episode about transmit, but I woke up today, like genuinely sad is over but also really happy it happened and this overwhelming feeling of gratitude so I decided for today's topic we're going to talk about gratitude is that what you could say like feeling grateful feeling appreciative okay okay let's go I would say it's become It's become so apparent to me that in recent years or maybe not years plural maybe like year slash year and a half that I feel unbelievably grateful for my life it's hard to explain right but it basically is like wee waves of happiness that run through me like from head to toe top to bottom my heart actually feels warm and large in size and you actually can't wipe the smile off my face and occasionally can't get rid of the tears from my eyes so on this episode I'm going to break down into a few different topics that I feel grateful for and I hope this doesn't sound like I'm like showing off or whatever hopefully you'll understand that I am just sharing this with you because I think it's a mindset that we should all try and get into it. Don't get me wrong, I know it's very like situational based. Like, I feel grateful because I am very lucky to live a really good life. So, I'm not saying like, you know what, if your life is falling to fucking bits, you should feel grateful. No, that's totally different. But I just want to share this with you because honestly, it's such a wonderful feeling that I want all of you to feel. Okay. My first topic is family. We are family. Mm, 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 mm. I got all my sisters with me. I don't have any sisters. Anyway, I think from a really young age, like probably like a younger age than typically expected, I have felt really, 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 really really grateful for my family. When I was younger, um, something terrible happened that very nearly ruined all of our lives like this terrible thing didn't happen to all of us but it, it was just yeah I'm not talking about it right now but I'm um, weirdly I wouldn't say grateful because I'm anything but grateful for what happened but in terms of timing, I'm a bit grateful that it happened when I was a little bit younger and my memories of it aren't as clear as they would be if it was to happen now and I probably, well I definitely at the time didn't understand like the severity of it as I do now but regardless I know how serious it was and I do honestly still feel angry and like genuine pain and like a heartache way on a regular basis about the full thing but thankfully the outcome wasn't as awful as it could have been and nearly very was and it's definitely had me appreciate family on a whole new level I'd say it's so so true like, you know everyone always everyone always says like you don't appreciate what you have until it's gone like when they're talking about like a boy when he fucks over a girl or when you've fallen out with a friend or something and honestly that statement is so true and although my thing isn't gone thank god it it was very close and I think about that all the time of how differently life would be if this thing was gone So yeah it just does unlock like a whole new level of appreciation but also I am so so lucky like regardless of this terrible incident I am so lucky that I have an amazing family who have given me an amazing life and I understand that unfortunately not everybody's as fortunate as me like some people's family situations are heartbreakingly sad really Just not just not ideal. So obviously you're not gonna turn around and be like, I'm so grateful for this. Like, of course you're not gonna be. I have always been a daddy's girl. Like when I was wee, people say I used to say I was his wee shadow and then my dad said he like take me into the bookies. Like he just do absolutely everything like Whenever he tried to leave the house, I was like, are you not taking me? I was always obsessed with my dad. And not because I favour him to my mum, of course not. Look, I've got mum and dad tattooed on my arm. I ain't picking no favourites. But I think me and my dad are probably more similar. Like, we have the same sense of humour. We both love going out and getting drunk with our friends. So we are probably more alike. But that being said, as much as my dad is like my absolute everything, We still have our moments. It's quite rare that we argue, but sometimes we do. Like, for example, this is so ridiculous, but I got in last night from Transmit, right? So hungry. Um, (coughs) got in from Transmit and I started making some toast. My dad comes in, he's like, You're not eating the bread, are you? And I said, "Uh, yes, is that a problem? He went, we use that for Paul's pieces for work. And I said, "There's, there's more than enough for him still to have a sandwich like there's definitely two plus pieces of bread he said that but Megan he eats that in the morning for his toast as well and I was like I'm not being funny but since when was I not allowed to eat the bread nobody said to me don't eat the bread that's for Paul and I just felt like you know what that's actually really hurtful I thought you know forgive me for thinking I was allowed to have some toast after a long hard day of dancing me and my mum do argue quite a lot never over in pure series my mum is just like an absolute clean freak which I like because obviously the house is always really nice and clean and you can't beat a clean tidy house but with the nature of my work I have a lot of parcels a lot of clothes a lot of cardboard generally quite a lot of shit and when there's no space to put it away, there's simply no space. I am not yet a magician. I can't magic up more storage space. So we do have arguments mainly, like 90% of the time, about the mess that I'm apparently making. So we argue quite a lot, but I do think that is quite normal for, like, girls and their mums. Like, you, you clash, don't you? I think that that is it. But the arguing aside, and as much as sometimes I think you're doing my tits in you're doing my tiny tits in you're really really getting under my skin I am able to push that aside no matter how hard it may be at times because my mum is amazing my mum has done everything for me my full life like I wouldn't I'd be totally totally lost without my mum so as much as she grinds my gears like trust me this woman has got me in first second third fourth fifth and into reverse gear but it's remembering All the stuff she does do for me, and how stressful it must be to be a mother. And finally, my wee brother when we were teenagers we did not get on like not one bit I honestly believed Paul was a spawn of the devil like he just was not my cup of tea at all but now that we're older and definitely like through lockdown this happened we got super close like I'm so close to my brother now I love like when he comes out with my friends like I'm always like Paul just come was like after Christmas Eve we went back to this weird gaff not weird gaff random gaff sorry that was a terrible choice of word. Nobody was weird. Everybody was super nice. But it was very random. And it was Christmas Eve. Borderline inappropriate. But I brought Paul back. It was so much fun. Like, I love being like, this is my brother. Like, because he is like, the life and soul of the party as well. So it's really nice and fun. But as I said, like, we used to basically hate each other. Paul loved WWE growing up. He didn't understand these were actors. He would actually like, chokeslam me like would try and put me through a chair if he could find one like he was terrifying but we are so close now and I almost think like oh I wish that I could turn back the clocks and like make us be this close this whole time because how much I enjoy and appreciate the level we're at now but I suppose it is what it is and I'm sure we'll have plenty of time to keep being as close as we are so that's all my immediate family dynamics. Obviously there's Harry, my dog. He's just a fucking legend. Nobody's ever annoyed at Harry. He is just... It is Harry's world and we're all living in it. Speaking of Harry, how sad he needs to get an operation. He got the same operation on his other back leg like three years ago. And it's quite a big operation. It's so sad. And he needs it again on another leg. And we just feel so bad because we're not allowed to play with him or take him big walks. And he's just looking at us like, hey where's all my tennis balls it's so sad I feel awful but anyway he's getting that in like August or something so let's wish him all a speedy recovery but Harry is just a legend we love Harry a lot but in conclusion to the family tree there I know every family is different and as I said there's unfortunately a lot of people out there who haven't been as blessed I suppose with a good one but if you are Despite the problems and despite the feuds, the arguments, the moans, the groans, the tears, despite all that, like, please try find the good and hold on to that, and work on these things. Work on the things that does your tits and makes you cry, because trust me, if anything ever happened to anyone, you'd know all about it. So appreciate, appreciate the fam, family, and Oh my god this is so weird but it's so hot today like but it's not sunny it's just like humid or clammy muggy and I'm so hot that I don't want to open a window because if any like delivery vans go by you can pure hear it on the microphone and I don't want to open the window but I'm so hot so I've had to strip down to my underwear so I'm sitting here in a brand pants talking into a microphone my headphones on Literally wearing nothing but bra pants and headphones is very strange. Anyway, moving on to topic two. This one is really current and I suppose quite crazy because if this never happened, maybe I wouldn't be as grateful for such a gorgeous thing. But the next topic is normal life. And what I mean by that is life post-lockdown no social distancing no time limits for bars sorry remember that that was really fucking strange no being stuck to a table on a night out no country bands no empty shops no empty streets i'm not being funny but what the fuck was our life during the pandemic That was a bizarre time. I feel like we all deserve some kind of medal or award later in life for that. Like, what the hell? Who the hell put the muffins in the freezer? I really am and always have been someone who loves to go out. Like, go out and party on the weekends, go to the shops during the week, go to cafes, restaurants, just getting out there and socialising. I've never, ever been a home bird. like it's just not my thing I actually I just not into it I actually get quite claustrophobic in the house there was a day a few weeks ago that I really didn't feel well and I knew my body just needed me to stay in and relax I hated it I felt like a prisoner in my own home I was like oh I want to get out that front door no actually speaking of Covid when I had Covid oh my god I, I was at an all-time low like to the point where I got my call from track and trace and basically my my um isolation got extended because I was initially isolating because I'd seen Erin who had Covid so I was a close contact but I had no symptoms or anything so then three days passed and I started to feel unwell got a test it was positive so my isolation had to start all over again so I isolated for 13 days in total it was shambolic so when I got that phone call to say oh your isolation's like having to restart because you didn't have symptoms until now I was sobbing on the phone to to the point the lady was like right I'm gonna get some help for you like I'll have someone call you like if you're feeling this low and I was like no I am fine kind of but I'm really really sad she was dead worried about me and there was no need to be that worried about me but honestly it was bad time anyway sorry as I was saying so lockdown to me was something I found really tough like you know some people are like this is quite fun like I'm on furlough I'm out sunbathing during the day in the back then I'm playing my games or watching movies watching series none of that appeals to me none not a single ounce of it one I never even got furloughed anyway so I really drew the short straw and I don't watch TV, I don't watch movies. All I watched, and literally no word of a lie, it took me a year and a half to finish, was Friends. I didn't even finish it during lockdown. I was still going after lockdown. I just don't have that.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Attention span. I hate sitting still. It's just, it bores me to tears. It's like washing paint dry, in my opinion. So I personally found lockdown really tough. I felt dead lonely, even though I had my family. Like, God, my heart goes out to anyone who didn't have family. Um, obviously, I had my family, but I just felt very lonely and disconnected and also felt like I was just wasting life. So I remember I'd sit in lockdown and I'd look at all my old pictures, videos, whatever, from like nights out, festivals, holidays. And the only thing that was getting me through and the only thing that could kind of motivate me, I suppose, was thinking like, we will get that back. Like, I just need to keep the faith. I'll be doing that again at one point. Like, who knows when? Because, God, I just went on and on and on and on and on and on. I thought I will get that point at one time and just like think how amazing that will feel. The first time I did get a wee slice of heaven again was actually in Liverpool. So me, Dominique and Erin went to meet, we call them our Turkey friends, but they're actually from Sunderland. And one of which is my fantastic, amazing, talented editor, Tom. Hey, Tom, Tom. Um, We met them, I'm sure you probably know this by now, we met them in Turkey and then we're like, let's have a reunion. So we all met up in Liverpool. And whilst we were there, it was actually Freedom Weekend. I mean, I don't think that's like an official term that people use, but I use it. It was the first weekend, sorry. Hay fever's the worst. I'm so choked up and the roof of my mouth is sore. Anyway, it was Freedom Weekend there. So it was the first weekend that clubs were open and like everything was back to normal. There was no rules. This was euphoric see when we stepped into that club and you heard the music it was so busy the floor was so sticky from everyone spilling drinks I thought here we fucking go it felt like I was in a movie like a really emotional scene in a movie I did think like I'll only feel this this one time because this is like the first time like eventually this will just feel normal again like you know sometimes you just can't be arse if a night out you're like oh no the feeling has not gone it is with me all the time and it is like the feeling is just when I'm standing there right and I look around like no matter if I'm sober drunk like I just stand and look around and my heart is so warm I'm just smiling so wide seeing places busy seeing people smiling people with their friends people dancing it is oh it's just so so good sorry I'm not going to mention Ibiza because you'll be like shut up we get it but when I was in Ibiza there with the girls like yes I love Ibiza because I love the place I love the clubs I love going out blah 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 but what I really 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 loved and something that you just can't put a price on is just being there again with my friends in another country dancing in a busy club doing all the things that we were so deprived of for so long The feeling of appreciation and gratitude I have, wow. Even simple things like forget the extravagant festivals, holidays, whatever. The other morning, Thursday morning, I was in town. Did anyone see my Instagram stories? (laughs) Basically, I first of all had a very exciting meeting. More on that later. But had a very exciting meeting. The night before... Me, Nadine, and Erin had been out because Nadine graduated uni. Go queen, woohoo! She graduated, so we went out for lunch with her family. Then we went out for a few drinks, and then it just absolutely escalated. I don't remember getting home. No. Uh, That that is not behaviour I am promoting. That's very dangerous and very silly. But anyway, I woke up in the morning and I had this exciting meeting which I was actually late for, which we all know I'm never, ever, 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 categorically ever late. But I was this day. But anyway, I went to this meeting, which was amazing. Then I came out and I was still definitely like half pissed, like half drunk. I was walking about and the sun was shining. Glasgow, looked so stunning. It was so bright. I uh, started to walk through town. I thought, "Fuck it, I'll just go." We walk. It was mobbed. It was so so busy. Like, what's that street called? Buchanan Street or is it a Gail Street? Buchanan Street. Buchanan Street. Busy one, while the shops on it. It was mobbed. The skies are blue. There was buskers everywhere. It was just the most wholesome thing. I was myself. I was talking to my phone. People probably thought, "Is that we Lassie?" Okay, probably not. I can answer you no she's probably not she's not been okay for a long time she's gone crazy but it was just so wholesome and I was just looking around thinking like thank god this is how life is again I remember going up to town like just for something to do during lockdown or whatever it was dead the shops aren't open the restaurants aren't open it was bleak the word is bleak do you guys know what that means or is that just me? Because I feel like I never hear people say that. It was dull and sad and just lacking a lot of pizzazz. And obviously, of course, Transmit was another experience of that. And do you know what I really, really loved? So I had this friend, Chris, who's one of my close boy pals. I met him when I worked at BT and we've stayed close friends ever since. Because obviously I worked there many moons ago. But he met up with us, like all his friends, all my friends, we all met up. They were all listening to Paolo Nutini. I don't know any Paolo Nutini songs, but I was just there for the vibes. But I was like, this is amazing. Like at one point, because he's not from Glasgow, at one point the government had genuinely advised or the government or Nicola Sturgeon, sorry, I'm not very good to politics. It genuinely was rules that I would not have been allowed to have seen him. Like I could not have went to see him if I wanted to because we have different postcodes. And now here we are. At a music festival, hundreds—I mean, I don't know how many people go to transmit thousands, probably tens of thousands—people of all enjoying themselves, getting drunk, cuddling each other. No social distancing. COVID just seemed like a distant memory. Oh, normal life is the best. Like, can we all just appreciate it and say how much we love normal life so that it never leaves us again? The next topic, of course, has to be my work. Now I know I bang on about this all of the time and sometimes I do worry a wee bit like am I rubbing this in like or something, fuck knows, you know me, I'm an overthinker but I cannot and will not hide how much this means to me. I've touched on it before and I will again in more detail in another episode but I have been in jobs before where I've not only hated it but they've also like massively impacted my mental health so I know how it feels to be anything but grateful for your job so here I am now doing what I love something I'm genuinely passionate about for a living if you ever do find yourself in this position like no matter what the job or profession is you should never ever forget how lucky you truly are in my opinion obviously i can't even put into words what it means to be working with some of my favorite brands ever to be making a comfortable living at the moment like i can't stress the opportunities i get like going to transmit like i i cannot stress how grateful i am of that i really cannot tell you what that means to me but i think what means even more than that is is you guys and the amazing things that you say to me. At Transmit on the Saturday, there was honestly like an hour, an hour window of time where I was uncontrollably sobbing because I genuinely couldn't believe what people were saying to me. Good things, of course, no one was making me cry by being evil, <laughs> although that has happened in the past. <laughs> when I record this wee podcast or film YouTube videos, I am just rambling on and oversharing. I'm never in a million years in my wildest imagination thinking people were sitting laughing at me, people were relating to me, and I certainly never feel that like I'm helping anyone. But people were saying how I've cheered them up in bad times and how they feel comfortable in their own skin because of me, how I've normalised the way they feel. Like, what the actual fuckity? Sorry, I'm swearing a lot more than usual today. These are things. That I could only dream of hearing. So when I do, it is <laughs> it's literally undescribable. I cannot tell you what yous mean to me. I thank my lucky stars every single day that yous actually are sitting there supporting me to an extent where I get to live my dream life. I, I honestly, I don't know what I've done to deserve it, but yeah, this job is change my life and if I could give any advice it's never give up on what you want because see when you get there or you get close to there because I'm still not really where I want to be but when you start experiencing this thing you've dreamt of for so long the feeling is unmatched so thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart for allowing me to feel this way and we'll finish up super wholesomely is that a word and speak about my wonderful boyfriend calzo and all of my gorgeous best friends i've kind of merged them into the one topic but anyway here we go for those of you who don't know i've been with Callum for almost seven years now seven years that is terrifying god we're getting close to a decade is a decade 10 years or a century? No, a century is 100, isn't it? So what is 50? Ah, uh, half a century. Okay, sorry, on a tangent. So yeah, we've been together for almost seven years and do you know what? We're not perfect. We're we're miles off being perfect, but see, seriously, who is? And I know people have their reservations about getting in a relationship at such a young age and honestly I do get it like now that I'm older and I've been with Callum so long I totally understand what people are meaning when they say these things to you when you are younger because it is scary it is challenging as you grow effectively into different people like who I was at 17 is not who I am now at 24 and same goes for Calzo but when you've got an egg as good as Calzo nothing's impossible. Callum lets me be me. Crazy me, moaning me, happy me, sad me. Any me, literally any version. He supports anything I could do and I can honestly say this man causes me no trouble. He's a complete breeze. Like seriously, like see the things I hear like boyfriends moan at their girlfriends for. I think, Jesus Johnny, it would not be me. Who could be arsed? But honestly, I know he will always stick By me, through thick, through thin. Although I was only 17 when I met Calzo, aka a baby, I actually had experienced a bit, like nowhere near the same scale, like not even close, but a bit of a relationship before with someone else. One that hurt me a lot. So honestly, Calm was like my knight in shining armour and all the faults that existed before just simply... Are not there with him. So, although Callum moves like a slug, I mean, this boy is the slowest human being. Like, I swear, oh, there's nobody slower than Cal Bradley. Like, come at me if you think you are. And he isn't covered in tattoos, which would be super, super lovely. And he doesn't know how to cook Nandles, which would be a massive bonus. He is absolutely fantastic and i'm so 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 lucky to call him my boyfriend so thanks for sticking around calzo i love you and my friends oh where does one begin i'm honestly really really lucky and i know that to have a lot of best friends like i look around me and notice other people who just aren't as lucky as as cutthroat as that might sound I wouldn't be half the person I am if it wasn't for my girls. Like, they make me feel so comfortable to the point I'm just unapologetically me, are my biggest cheerleaders, no matter how small the accomplishment, and they are right there to catch me whenever I fall. That's really cheesy, but trust me, they are. Honestly, speaking from experience, good friends can be really hard to find and you might have a lot of different friends before your ones like you will meet people and be like this is my best friend for life nothing would ever separate us like you might grow up with someone and think like I love that we've met each other at such a young age we have the rest of our lives the reality of the situation can be no like I, I have been there I've experienced that but when you find your friends you'll actually be so thankful you went through all of that and have ended up with these amazing people in your life and don't get me wrong I won't sugarcoat it like even when you have found your bestest friends they're still going to know you you're going to have different opinions you're going to have different interests sometimes you'll clash sometimes there'll be arguments but if they have the qualities I just explained a second ago then you better bloody hold them tight and never ever let go never and I mean never Patch your friends for a relationship. Don't get too complacent and stop making effort. These friends are like flubbers. You need to make time for them and you need to nourish them no matter how busy you might be. And that is what I'll do for the rest of my life because these girls are like I have won an absolute watch with all of my best friends. You all know who you are. I don't even need to name you. You'll be sitting there with your wee earphones in like, yep, that's me. Yep, that's me. And I love you a lot. So guys, that is me before I start sobbing. See if you've seen me at Lewis Capaldi last night. I went to transmit with bright green eyeliner on yesterday and I left it looked like I hadn't even put on makeup I was sobbing my eyes out he is amazing I also got home and I went to bed obviously I was still drunk and I was like I need to and I, I can't wait till the morning Like, I need to listen to him again so I put on Louis Capaldi on Spotify and I put my phone at volume 1 so that nobody else in the house would hear and I sat like holding my phone basically in my ear and fell asleep to it I don't know how it turned off or anything I woke up and my phone was at my feet in bed I'm quite prone to like doing shit in my sleep so maybe I like turned it off or something I don't know Lewis Capaldi is a living legend that'll be me now like I will not stop listening to him straight for a month like I won't listen to anybody else he's fucking amazing but anyway I hope this episode has been as wholesome of a listen as it has been to record I know it sounds really cheesy right but this is a piece of advice that you should take from this episode Every day when you wake up, either write it down or say it out loud or even just say it in your head. Say one thing that you feel grateful for. Even if it's the same thing as yesterday, just say it again. And I promise you, you will start the day with a wee spring in your step. I can't tell you how much better you feel when you start practising gratitude. I don't actually know what that means. I won't lie. I don't Google in like this. I don't go Google health anxiety things. But I can tell you, since the moment I have started being more appreciative of life for every small little thing the my quality of life has been overall miles better my heart is so full right now and I couldn't be more grateful (laughs) if you've not got the just already I love you so so much my roller coaster riders thank you for listening as always and I will see you again next week I hope you have a wonderful week